first off, you're, you're not, you're 16, 17, 18, you're not going to know what you want in life. You think you know, you know, just like the girlfriend you're with, you're not going to marry her. You think you're going to marry her, but you're not. It's puppy love. Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today, we are sitting down with Chris Delgado to talk about In-N-Out Burger, networking, and uh, 18-year-old millionaires. So we've got an amazing, amazing conversation for you guys today. Chris is someone who really worked his way up from, from cleaning bathrooms at In-N-Out Burger, made it to the corporate office, eventually got to a place where he was working with Grant Cardone and helped him put on the uh, latest 10X growth con and absolutely blow that thing out of the water. Um, so he's got some really, really cool stories to share with you guys and some really high level um, and tactical networking strategies for you to start building out your network, um, making yourself a more valuable individual and acquiring some really valuable skill sets that are going to serve you in many different areas. Chris is also going to talk about this instant gratification epidemic we got going on here. Not not quite an epidemic, but just the idea that a lot of young people are rushing into quick money without thinking about the implications that it's going to have on their reputation long term. And we're going to talk about the importance of reputation as well and how that is really one of the most, if not the most important assets that you actually possess um, and thinking about ways that you can make sure your reputation stays strong, especially at a young age. There's a lot of guys right now running around, ruining their reputations forever, going after some quick money. So we're going to talk about how to avoid that and how to really build that reputation for the long term. So we've got a lot of really valuable information to cover. So I want to hop right into the interview with the one and only Chris Delgado. So guys, sit back, relax, plug in and enjoy this episode of Young Smart Money. All right, Chris, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today? Good, brother. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. I'm doing fantastic. Um, Chris, our listeners got to hear a bit about you in the intro, but for those that aren't familiar with who Chris Delgado is, what you're currently doing, give us a quick snapshot of where you're at right now. Yeah, so my uh, my quick background is in corporate America. I've worked for um, I worked and consulted for a couple large companies, In-N-Out Burger, which is on the West Coast. I'm born and raised in California. Um, Ferry International, which is the world's largest real estate coaching company. And then my last venture with Grant Cardone, where I oversaw the 10X Growth Conference. And now I consult full-time under my own company uh, called Gen Z Venture Firm with uh, top companies around the world that include Luxury World Traveler, Goat Marketing, uh, Fit Tea, Happy Tea. Um, and there's a, there's a other co- couple that, that we are onboarding as we speak. I I get a lot of questions about the world of consulting. So I'm glad we have somebody on here who can provide some clarity to the listeners. Before we hop into that, I want to hear about your early upbringing. We do have a younger listener base here on the show, um, mostly young people. So talk to us about your experience, um, like high school, uh, middle school age, like were you getting into the entrepreneurial world then? um, Or what did that look like for you? Yeah, so I grew up actually really, really poor. I grew up in like a 600 by 600 uh, mobile trailer in a mobile home park um, where my aunt and my cousins lived across the street. My grandma actually owned it and gifted it to my mom. Um, no, I didn't, I didn't grow up thinking I'd be a business owner or entrepreneur or anything like that. Um, I grew up with the mindset, and this, this is early on from my uncle being successful in his job. He works for a um, Edison and he's worked for them for the last 35 years and made great money. 
So my upbringing was, you know, do well in school, uh, get good grades, go work at a good company, benefits, all that stuff. And I had that mentality for the longest time. And that's kind of where you see my career kind of progress where, um, you know, I, my first job was at a movie theater, Cinemark movie theater at the Mall of Victor Valley, for those of you in California. Um, and then I went to go work at the age of 17 with In-N-Out Burger. And so um, where, you know, my career went from scrubbing toilets and, and cleaning tables to uh, working in their corporate office with their events and marketing team, and then, uh, and then so on and so forth, which I'm sure we'll, we'll go down the line. But Never in my thoughts, even when I was when I was at corporate America, when I when I got my first corporate job, um, I thought this was it. I was like, I'm in corporate America. I got it. I've succeeded. Great benefits, great pay. Um, I've made it until I went to go work for Tom Ferry. And I was like, well, I can make a lot of more money going on my own. <laughs> wow. So like, how did you how did you make that transition between like like cleaning tables and serving burgers and in and out to like get in their corporate office? Um, honestly, dude, um, I put my full effort into what I was doing, living and breathing the culture of the company. Um, I'm one, even now when I consult with people, I'm one, I don't go into an organization to change their culture or to, um, to impose my views on them. I go in there to, to see how we can effectively, uh, you know, the culture that's already established how do we, how can we effectively um incre- you know like increase that and and uh and get people motivated around around what they're used to because it's hard you look like the biggest jackass if you go into a company and you're like we're changing all the rules we're firing people we're doing this and then people are like no screw you you've been here th- 30 seconds and, and you're changing everything so that's what i found effective so when i went to in and out it was like, I just engulfed myself. I was making really good money at a young age. And, you know, I thought this was a company that I was going to retire from. And so I put my whole heart into it, learning all the managers' names, getting close to the, the CEO of the company, Lindsay Snyder, um, making myself known, volunteering. Dude, I used to volunteer all the time. I used to drive to LA, volunteer, and and out would put on for free for the charity event. And then started meeting people and just networking and letting them know, yo, I'm, I'm a young guy in the company. I'm trying to move up. And that's, that's how my name started spreading through in and out was like, Hey, we got this young kid who has a fire for this company. Let's put some effort into him. And that's exactly what happened. Dang. So did you have that goal to like be moving up the entire time? Or were you kind of just like, like, what was your, what was your goal? Yeah, hundred percent. So there was a little competition going on and deep inside my brother had worked for In-N-Out for five years mm-hmm. and In-N-Out is great at structuring process and procedures. You know exactly what you need to move to each step and get each raise. So like if me and you got hired on the same day, uh, you could technically move up for the me if you just followed those steps and did what you have to do. And me just like, I could just wait out time and eventually they'd have to promote me. So my brother had worked there for five years and I was like, I'm going to try to get to his level. There's level one through seven. I'm going to try to get to his level as fast as possible. Hmm. And then, and in one year of me working for in and out I was full time. I was a level six. I had surpassed my brother and I had a full time job, which he still had part time. So um, I was like, yeah. So that, that was kind of <laughs> like the drive at that point. But that's when, uh, when I, once I hit level six, 
that's when you start cooking the burgers and that's kind of like the sacred position of In-N-Out. Um, that's kind of when everything, everything started changing um, in, in my career there. Huh. That, that's wild, man. So when did you, <laughs> when, so, so from that place, you eventually made it into like their corporate office. So, so how, how did that come about? So I actually had been volunteering at events. Uh, In-N-Out does a, does a, a golf tournament every year for their outside vendors. Um, and uh, I started volunteering with my store manager. I started, region, I started meeting uh, regional managers, which is a very, very prestigious position in the company. Um, out of 20,000 employees at the time, they only had four managers. So these guys are the top. Yeah. That's the best thing about In-N-Out is someone to get into those positions can only get there by, the, by being in the store. So they knew exactly what I was dealing with. In-N-Out doesn't hire um, external people or people from the outside wow. in a lot of things that they do. Um, accounting, obviously, sure. and and risk management and all that stuff but like vps of the company vp of operations the coo all those guys have all started scrubbing scrubbing toilets and and cleaning tables so i started meeting all these guys i started uh lindsay the owner of the company started seeing me a lot at the golf tournaments and then i started uh volunteering my time for personal stuff for lindsay the owner of the company and her personal charities and so she kept seeing me more and more and more and more and was like, you know, at some point I, I just went up to her and, you know, was like, hey, thanks for letting me not only be a part of your amazing company, but allow me the opportunity to be down here, to be down here and be, you know, just develop that personal relationship with you. And she appreciated that. And then that just caught the eyes of corporate executives. And they're like, hey, we should really put some focus on this guy because he really has a burning desire. To, to work here and I did like I'll tell you I'll tell you right now when I first got when I about a year and a half after I got into in and out I was like I'm gonna retire here like this is <laughs> it this is I've 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 arrived um obviously things have changed um but uh but yeah it's it's a great company to work for man I can feel I can feel that in your voice like how passionate <laughs> you are about in and out I'm like dang dude like this guy <laughs> this guy was having a good time there oh 100% dude 100%. <laughs> one of the best jobs I've ever had is working for that company Dang. So, so what made you transition into Tom Ferry? Like what, what made you jump ship or like transition out of that? Uh, growth, dude, just growth. Mm. Like I had, you know, I started, so once I went into corporate, my world kind of exploded and was just like, <laughs> I started networking. I started, first off, I, I managed multi, multi millions of dollars for that company. And so when you do that, like my biggest client was, um, where, where are you, where are you located at? I'm in Minneapolis right now, but I'm floating around the Midwest. Okay. Have you ever been out to California or LA? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my biggest client was a Staples Center uh, or AEG. Not only does In-N-Out own the biggest suite there, but um, we, we did a couple, couple multi-million dollar deals that had my name attached to it. So I started meeting a slew of people, uh, high executives of the Ritz-Carlton, high executives of AEG, high executives of just every, any company you can think of because we were, we were, you know, giving them money and in return, um, you know, they're, they're providing a service for us. So um, when I got to corporate and after two years of doing that, my world just like blew up and I was like, dang, there's another world out there. Like, honestly, like I was like, for me, I used to tell people, 
I don't know what people do. Like I work for in and out, I make good money. Like what, what else is there in the world? Like that's how, that's how in depth I was in this company. And uh, when I started talking and meeting with other people and they were telling me like, oh yeah, I'm making 200, 300, 400 grand. And I was like, wait, you can make more money? <laughs> and that was kind of like the eye opening um, of everything and where I just started getting curious and started poking around and like, hey, wh where, where can I take? Because in and out in California is such a prestigious company. People want to know, you know, there's, there's such a curiosity around how they run their operations, how they manage internal employees, how they do all that stuff. So I was, I was, I was very sought after. Um, I had multiple, multiple offers from other companies that I turned down, from, from vendors that I turned down. And then I just got to a point where I was like, uh, you know, what if I do join another company? What, uh, what happens there? Wow. So I'm curious, man, it seems like a lot of, a lot of your story revolves around networking and, and meeting people and building those relationships. So talk to the listeners now about how you think about networking and how you, you network. Network, honestly, network and events have completely changed my life. It's how I've done all my deals so far uh, from one event. It's how I built my company. Um, it's how I consult for all these companies now. Um, and so how I approach networking is I have a slew of skills and assets that other people need, whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, whether it's networking, whether it's my Rolodex of people that I know. And so anytime I go to an event or anytime I'm at a networking place, um, I always see how much not only value, but I give so much without intent of receiving. And that's the biggest thing where I think a lot of young entrepreneurs fail is they try to go from knowledge to monetization so fast that they burn that bridge really, really quick. Yeah. And so for me, I took the last 10 years of my life from 17 to 27, building relationships off just purely giving, giving to people, whether it was money, as far as the companies I was doing business with, uh, know-how, knowledge, my time. And so I took 10 years to then add, do for an ask. And when I asked, I got over a million dollars worth of ask. And so you have people trying to sell courses. And, and I'm not trying to dishinder, you know, young entrepreneurship, but you, look at your position, not, not you, but your audience, look at your position. And if you're getting, you know, someone to pay, thousand dollars for your course well if you just waited two or three years to do that you could then ask five six thousand dollars from the same customer and so that's all I did was for the last 10 years I gave with purpose and intent and without any um, any uh, expectation of receiving and then when I went to ask two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from one client they wrote a check and they wired it the next day so mm -hmm. Um, that's how I approach networking. I think it's very, very important. People, people pay for resourcefulness. And if you can become the most resourceful person on the planet, you're going to make the most money. Hmm. How do you, so how do you, how do you build that resourcefulness or like, where were you learning these skills? Like, like sales and marketing? Um, I was just, I'm a, I'm a big people watcher. Mm -hmm. I'm a big visualizer. I, I watch how people a big a big of my networking success i think comes from a past boss uh lori sullivan who we bought out 
the Ritz-Carlton in Kapalua in Hawaii. We bought out the Four Seasons in Kona. We've uh, done massive room blocks at Ritz-Carlton's across the whole world. And not once did she approach those people, uh, the Ritz-Carlton, and say, hey, I know I just bought out your resort in Hawaii. I know I just bought out the Four Seasons. I deserve a private jet ride. Four Seasons own a private private jet. Um, or I deserve a stay uh, for free with my family. That's all paid. Like, she never did any of that. And it was in her total right to do that. And she led with, with, she led that, I guess, area of my life so hard where I was like, if I do the same thing, I'm going to gain more respect in the industry and more resources. So when I do ask, like, yeah, she could ask for free hotel room, but now she can now go consult for the Ritz-Carlton and they're going to pay her half a million dollars. So would you rather trade a free three-day hotel stay and just cash in? Or do you want to keep investing in that relationship to where when you do an ask, it far exceeds what you expected? And that, that's how I've approached everything, everything that I've done. Mm. And like your reputation is just so, so valuable. And I see a lot of people putting that on the line at a very young age. And it's like, man, if you, if you mess that thing up too quick, like you're, you're going to be, you're going to be in a rough spot. Look at a certain individual. I'm not going to bring up his name, but a certain individual was dragged through the mud. He's a young guy. He's 21. And uh, I, you know, I feel bad as far as like his reputation is completely ruined. He will never step foot on another stage again. And it's, and it's because of that. It's because, and, and again, there's, there's a difference between like entrepreneurship and a difference between like full on just scamming people. Yeah. So if you've learned a skill set, and I, I've had this talk with a lot of young like drop shippers, if you, for me, if you're selling drop shipping mastermind or a course or whatever, and you scaled one product and got lucky, you're not an expert in that field. You got lucky. And just like if I go, play roulette and I bet 10 grand on black and I win. I'm not an expert in roulette. I got fucking lucky. And so I tell people like if you if you're a drop shipper and you've scaled 25 plus products successfully, that means you have a system in place that works and you and and you can then teach on that. But a lot of these young kids, whether it's drop shipping, whether it's e-com, whether it's um masterminds or mentorships, they gain a little bit of knowledge and then they go to monetization so fast. I've only monetized my knowledge since January 1 of 2019. And wow. it's far paid out more than any of these kids made. And that's the problem is they like, they have such an anti, anti uh, social against the nine to five against college. And, and yeah, you might, I'm not saying go to college. I'm not saying, it's it, uh, getting a job is a bad or getting a job is a bad thing. That's where I learned all my skill and my knowledge. And again, it was free. Like I got, I got a job that paid me. I learned my marketing sales and skill set that they paid for. And then now I go out into the world and monetize it. And so like all the courses people pay for all that stuff. If you just went a job, you would learn half that stuff. Yeah. You know? And there's nothing wrong with getting a job. <laughs> straight up like that structure works a lot better for people and i mean like yeah just going out there and then saying that entrepreneurship is like the one size fits all for everyone it's just so i just think that's so unhelpful to so many people yeah i think um i think pe people need to i think young entrepreneurs need to um 
look at their knowledge and skill set of what they have in life, what they have currently, and build on that rather than trying to monetize it so fast. Yeah. And if they can do that in, and it's just like two, three years, if they can do that for two or three years and gain that, and, and I know where I was going with this now, if they can do two or three years, they can have a bigger ass. I'm one degree of separation from a lot, a lot of people that these people look up to. I work directly with Cardone in his office with him. I oversaw the Tenix Growth Con with Tom Ferry, very good friends of Tom Ferry, uh, with the owner of In-N-Out Burger. These are, these are all people that I've worked directly for, and I'm one degree of separation from, you know, Ty Lopez, Russell Brunson, Damon John, uh, Ed Milet, Andy Frisella. Like, I'm, I'm uh, friends with Brad Lee. So it's like all these power players that people look up to, these are all investments that I took the last 10 years building and now I'm going to do business with or have done business with. And so, yeah, you can, you can gain a little bit of knowledge and sell it, but if you gain more knowledge and put more investment into, into yourself, you, you are actually going to be an expert in that industry and you're going to be highly, highly respected in that industry rather than just another guy selling a course. Mm. That's, that's so true. And I mean, like I would much rather learn from the guy who like made a million bucks, lost a million bucks and then like made it back like threefold doing drop shipping than somebody who just like made a million bucks with drop shipping one day and, and doesn't even know why. Like hundred percent, one, one hundred percent. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more because that person has what the young drop shipper doesn't have. And that's experience. Yeah. And I will, I will always lean against that. People pay me an astronomical like 250 grand for one person is a lot of money yeah you got five people paying me that y- you you gain so much more credibility if you just had patience with yourself rather than um rather than just trying to try there's no reason why an 18 year old needs to be a millionaire right now no. if you're an 18 year old entrepreneur and you're making more than sixty thousand dollars you're doing just fine brother yeah my, my dad is he's born 1970 so he's uh, what's that? 30 plus 19. He's 49 years old and has made no more than 60 grand his whole life. And he's lived just fine. Not saying that's a good thing. Obviously there's some mindset stuff behind that, but he feels secure in himself and he's, he's 49. So if you're, if you're young entrepreneur, there's no reason why you need to be making a million dollars. Invest, invest, invest in yourself, invest in relationships, add value where you can and grow and so when you are 21 22 23 24 25 you're going to be making those millions of dollars rather than trying to make it at 18. Mm. yeah i mean people are in a rush and i'm just like dude what's the rush like like build up that skill set like get really good at something like figure out what yes. you want to be doing and, and at that point then yeah sure like like scale it but at the beginning, man, there's just, there's no, there's no hurry. I mean, I'm 20 years old. Like I have so much time ahead of me. Like I am in go no see, rush. Go see the world. Like go, yes. go see, go see, go to China, see how they do things. Go to Europe, see how they do things. Expand your, everyone, everyone loves this saying. And it, and it like cringes me because everyone says it. your network is your network. Oh yeah. If that's true, then take the money you've made and go build your network. Because in 10 years, your net worth is going to be a lot higher because you did that rather than buying a Lamborghini. Dude, there's, I, I drive a 2015 Nissan Altima right now. Um, 
I can go out and buy a Mercedes-Benz cash if I wanted. I have, I, and I post this all the time in my story, my credit score is over 800. I, I can go get business lines of credit for 500 grand if I wanted to. But there's a reason I'm not doing that. There's, there's reasons why, there's reasons why multimillionaires, people more successful than me, don't have Lamborghinis, don't have McLarens, don't, because these are all liabilities to your business. They would rather go buy an apartment complex that makes them $5,000 a month then go buy a Lamborghini that's going to cost them three grand a month. And so you want to talk about mindset. That's the mindset you need to be in, not positive energy, positive energy, positive energy. That's, that's good. But positive energy don't pay the bills, brother. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't put positive energy in an envelope and send it off and be like, Hey, here's my mortgage. So just open it up. There's so much positive energy in there. You can't do that. No, straight <laughs> up. It's action. It's yeah, and that's that's what I get paid for. I get paid for taking action. I get paid for execution. I get paid for a skill set and knowledge that I know how to put together. And um, and if people can gain that skill set, they're gonna get they're gonna get paid. No one grew up today. No no 18, 19, 20 year old today grew up and said, I want to be a dropshipper. Because it was non-existent. Why why are there dropshippers? Why are there econ people? Why are there course people? because the internet's grown and they've been shown that they can make a lot of money from it. That's not your true passion. What is your true passion? And once you find that out, you can leverage, money's a tool, dropshipping's a tool, e-com's a tool, all these are tools. You can leverage those tools to go after your passion and do what you wanna do, but they get caught up in the, in the uh, materialistic, dude, I don't own a Rolex, I don't own a Lamborghini, I don't need to. Yeah. And I, and I have the freedom, if you, if you look at my last, my Instagram, the last five months, I've been flying around the United States meeting people like Bradley, meeting people, Casey Adams, and getting involved in what they're doing and growing my network and networking, rather than like, hey, look at my, look at my stories, I'm cruising down the street in my Lambo, and everyone thinks I'm cool. No, do you look like a dipshit? Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, so Chris, talk to like the, the 16, 17, 18 year old who might not have the funds at this point to start traveling around meeting these people in person. What would you recommend they do if they're trying to expand their network at this point? Uh, honestly, like, first off, you're, you're not, you're 16, 17, 18. You're not going to know what you want in life. You think, you know, you know, just like the girlfriend you're with, you're not going to marry her. You think you're gonna marry here, but you're not. It's puppy love. It's puppy love with it, with it, with everything. I would say you need to you need to find yourself as a person. Who who are you as a person? You need to develop social skills. You need to go out to events to young to these entrepreneur networking, marketing, sales events. You need to meet people. You need to see what they're doing. And like just like everyone says, they want to pay for a mentor because they don't want to make all the mistakes. If I go back and I'm 16, 17, 18, I would go to more events to learn what people are doing in marketing, to learn what people are doing in sales, to learn what people are doing in e-com, to not make those mistakes. So when I do have the funds, I know exactly what I'm doing. And I'm, tw- I'm 27 and I still do that. Andy Dane Carter, who's a big real estate investor, yeah. is a really good friend of mine. We're very, very good friends. And say, same thing with Mikey Taylor. And I text them all the time. I'm like, bro, what would I do with a, what would you do with a hundred thousand dollars? Like what, what can I do? Or what can I do with 50 grand? Or what can I do with 25? And so 
but these are relationships that I've established by going to events and meeting people. Mm. And so if you're young and you don't have the funds, you need to get plugged into a network. You need to grow your social skills, go get a job because what I tell people is like, when you truly understand how money works, money is a vehicle for you to get to point A to point B, just like your car. And if you can get a job that can get you from point A to point B, leverage that job to meet more people and that, and those funds that they provide. Hmm. That's the name of the game. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you dropped Mikey Taylor's name. He was on the show like two weeks ago. I think it was episode like, uh, I think it's 162. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's a total G like he's, he's a very sharp guy. Oh, it's a super genuine guy. And he's another guy. He's like, you know, he was in skateboarding and then was like, Hey, what's on the other side of skateboarding? He started asking those questions. And I'll ask that question. If you're young and you're doing e-com in 20 years and 10 years, what's on the other side of e-com? Because you're not going to be resourcing products for that long. I guarantee you. And you need to, and you need to look there and say, Hey, in 10 years, if I'm not doing this, then I need to start now on what I am going to be doing. So in 10 years, I'm still successful and I don't lose it all because I, because I, because I was being young and stupid. Mm. What are, what are you looking at on the horizon? Like what's, what's catching your eye in terms of like developing, developing trends? Um, obviously, you know, because of, I think because of the age of the internet, multifamilies being more and more, um, talked about and becoming a lot sexier to people. So like for me, I'm leveraging my network to get me to those things. So I'm doing things today. I'm establishing relationships today. So when, when deals close and I, and I bring in 500 grand at once, all I do is move that money from my account to them and they deal with it. So as far as like on the horizon, and again, you know, you said you have a young audience and they're not going to have half a million dollars, but there's no, there's no problem with saving. And there's no, there's no problem with like, you don't need a brand new car when you're 16, you know, it's cool, but that's all it is. So save, save your money. Uh, when you're 18, you can, you can start investing and, and start linking up with these people. So like that, and that's what I'm doing at 27. I'm looking at Andy Dane Carter and Mikey Taylor and like, how do I give them both 250 grand and how does that pay me in return? You know? So when you're young like that, you can set, you can set goals and say, Hey, and, and when I'm by, when I'm 25, I want to have a hundred thousand dollars. How do I get there? And then what do I do with that? And so I'm not, I'm not looking to scale a product. I'm not looking to get into e-com. I'm not, cause these are all flash in the pans and they're not sustainable. What's sustainable is our relationships. And when the economy tanks and it's, and it's got everyone's saying it's going to happen. And when it happens, I can lean on those relationships to say, Hey, what can I do in your business to help you? What can, what can you do for me to sustain, to sustain my way of living? And as we come out of the bubble, then capital and a lot of the things that I have established today. Straight up. So one of the relationships that I'm interested in, and I'm sure our listeners are as well, is that with Grant Cardone. So talk to us about how you got linked up with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, you know, Grant came to one of my events that I held in Miami uh, when I was with Tom Ferry and we got to talking a lot. Uh, he told me what he wanted to do. And, you know, I basically just provided free value, showed him a roadmap of, you know, how, how, how I would do it and how he can do it. Just coming off the 10X Growth Con, 
uh, two in Vegas and how he wanted to do a world tour. So that, that was kind of like him and Tom are good. We're good. Are are good friends, excuse me. Um, him and Tom are friends. And so it was a very familiar space to talk to him about. And so that's kind of, that was kind of the start of his relationship, our relationship. His COO reached out, asked if I'd come in for an interview while I was in Miami. We sat down, we talked and we, you know, I basically just mapped out everything like, Hey, you guys, you guys need to do quarterly events. They were, they were doing the 10X business bootcamp, but they were, they, they, it wasn't very like structured. It wasn't quarterly. So, you know, you guys need to do this because those high end, high end clients are going to feed Cardone university. Um, you know, we need to grow the 10X growth con, whether we do smaller events around the world um, or we just blow it up. And so Grant's mission was always to have the 10X growth con in Miami. He wanted to bring it back to Miami in his hometown. Mm. So that's where Marlins Park came into play. So that relationship all, all came together because, um, be, because I, be, one, because I was open to, to giving them value regardless of that. Like I never told myself like, hey, one day I'm going to go work for Cardone. You know, that was never, never a thought. And so it was just like, hey, I'm going to help them out in their vision, what they're trying to do. And then in return, it came back massive. It, it, it paid me more than I, than I could have ever imagined and gave me opportunity uh, today than, than, you know, I can be so grateful for. Mm. 100%, 100%. That's, that's <laughs> crazy, man. Being able to make those connections and just, I mean, yeah, leading with value every single time and not worrying about like how it's going to come back for you is, is so, so key. Yeah, I, I heard um, Tim's story. Uh, I was at an event where Tim's story spoke. And he's like, every action in your life that you do, are you doing it with purpose and intent? And if you are, and you do it correctly, and you do it without any expectation of giving it back, of, of having it return, you're going to get farther in life than ever before. And he told a story how he coaches Robert Downey Jr. And he was there when, when Robert Downey Jr. was in jail. And he was like, he was like, because I gave so much effort, time, into him without anything in return, Robert Downey Jr. goes to make $600 million playing Iron Man over the course of Avengers and has, and has paid Tim's story more than if Robert Downey Jr. scraped the last of his income and money he had to then pay him for coaching. Mm. And that's, that's the whole thing. Like, if you get anything out of this whole conversation, you, you young guys listening out there, um, always give without intent with the, always give something to someone without expecting something back and if you do that one they're gonna feel a bond and they're gonna they're gonna know like i i when people stay at my house i let them use my car they can go drive wherever you know i'll work from home they can go do whatever they need but i don't expect them to fill the gas tank up i don't expect them to go get my car wash i don't expect any of that but at, as a result I have those people going out, meeting other people and saying, yo, you need to meet, meet Chris Delgado. You need to talk to Chris Delgado. Third party validation is, is, is like gold. It's so yeah. gold. If you get people talking about you without you being in the room, that is so much gold. You can't buy that. And that, that's, that's a display of character and, and integrity that you need to develop. And so if you can do that, you'll naturally make more than a million dollars. And that's exactly what happened to me. I naturally 
made more than a million dollars because I gave it with purpose and intent and with no expectation back. Mm, straight up, man. Those are, those are some words of wisdom right there, Chris. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You're dropping so many value bombs on our listeners, dude. Um, I do have some questions now that I like to ask all of my guests. So you feeling ready for those? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right, let's do it. The first of which is what is something that genuinely has uh, you excited right now? Um, I'm forming a partnership. So in the, in the events world, in the event, whether it's marketing or production, there's a, there's another young individual, you may know him, Fernando Valencia. Um, yeah. So, you know, Fernando is a power player in the events world. I'm a power player in the events marketing world. And, And I've also done massive production as well. We're forming a partnership to, um, to combine our resources together. Uh, build a company together to put on uh, and help young entrepreneurs put on the the perfect mastermind so where it's a lot of value a lot of structure and a lot and monetization on the back end kind of what like social x is doing yeah and so um that's something that i'm super super excited for just because fernando's a genuine guy um you know i he he's he's at my house now and, uh, and we're just sorting out details. He has a Rolodex of people. Again, he has a Rolodex of people that I'm gonna, I get access to. I have a Rolodex of people that he's going to have access to. And, uh, and that's just something that, you know, we're going to take the world by storm. And with that, we've partnered with a company called ViewStub that is going to help young entrepreneurs um, monetize their content hmm. uh, a lot faster. And court, whether it's content courses, uh, speakers with speeches, um, events, and we're going to forefront, we're going to lead that effort to show these young guys, like if you're putting on an event and you want to, you know, and you want to make money off a live stream or you want to film it and make money off uh, speakers and their speeches or speakers want to make money off their speeches, then we want to show you the way to do that. And this is stuff that we've done that know that works. And we're going to, we're going to put, you know, we're going to put that out into the marketplace. Awesome. Well, I'm stoked to, to see that once it launches and, and to see what y'all yeah. up to there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're super excited. All right, Chris, I'm also curious if you have any habits that have served you particularly well, either in your business or your lifestyle. Um, first off, um, yeah, so I do have a big habit and uh, some people get annoyed by it, by it but I, it's brought me uh, genuine peace. So a lot of people wake up, they meditate, they exercise, they, they have their morning routine. Mm-hmm. When I go to bed, I have a morning routine. Um, first off, I, I respond to all my messages that I have, I've left, whether it's messages, DMs, emails. So I clear that out. And then I put my phone on airplane mode so I don't get disturbed in the middle of the night by phone calls, by uh, text messages, by DMs, or any, anything like that. And then I don't sleep with, it. I don't sleep with an alarm. So when I wake up, I wake up. Hmm. That might be, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. Um, usually when it starts hitting 1030, I'm like, all right, I just need to force myself to get up. But um, it's helped me um, really, oh, really um, awaken with clarity hmm. and know what I'm going to get done in the day. And so um, that's just a night routine I have in my life that I do. And I, and I notice if I'm not worried, like if I, like, I used to wake up in the middle of the night and see I have 15 text messages mm. and start responding to all of them. Then my mind's going of like, okay, what do I need to do in the morning? What do I, and it just became so unhealthy. So that's why I really take that route. I, I even do it when I travel. So like my wife, 
will call, 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 but she can't get a hold of me until I wake up and take airplane mode off. And, you know, um, it is what it is, but it, it brings me peace. Uh, it brings me peace in the morning and some cl- and more clarity in the morning. Um, so that, that's kind of a, a, a lifestyle hack, I guess I, I do in my life. That's as far as business, as far as business, I, I just, I overgive on everything, on everything. I'll go meet people. I've driven 400 miles to meet with someone, just have a meeting face to face. I've gone on airplanes. The last three months I've spent $40,000 flying around the world, meeting people, uh, giving without any intention. And in doing so, I mean, you know, I mean, David Meltzer text day to day, um, Brad Lee, like all these, all these people that everyone looks up to, they're, they're close to me now because I did that. And so that was just a business, business aspect in my life that I just invest so much in myself and so much in the relationships that it, it'll all come back 100% and in, in more than I ever thought. And it is right now. I'm, you know, we're working on a project that's, that's projected to do over $20 million in the next year. And I own 50% of that. So, you know, if we have this conversation in six months again, I'm being a lot different position now. Um, because of all the investment I'm doing today. Mm, that's the truth. Man, you're dropping so many names of people that have been on this show before. So I'm just like, shout outs to all of them. I mean, Bradley, David Meltzer, total legends. Um, yeah. And Young Smart Money alum. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, brother. All right, Chris, um, you've been dropping a lot of value. I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm sure our listeners are grateful for that as well. Where can they go if they want to follow up with you, learn more about what you're up to um, and all these different projects you're working on? Yeah, I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's kind of like my communication platform. So I would say uh, just DM me um, at Mr. Chris Delgado. Um, either DM me or uh, or just con- comment on something, and uh, and that's where you know that's where I handle a lot of my communication, and that's where you're gonna find me most. Um, so if you do that, you can get in direct contact with me. And again, I'm always there, especially young entrepreneurs. You know, I love the hustle. I love the grind. I just want to guide you guys. I don't charge, you know, unless I'm getting involved in your company, but I don't charge to give advice. I don't charge to get on a phone call. I don't charge to get on a Zoom call. Um, If you want me actively involved, then yes, we can talk about a fee. But as far as guiding you, a person guiding you and a person putting you in connection with very, very successful people, um, that that's something that I would love to do for for anyone in their in their young age and in their company. Mm. Mad respect for that, Chris, man. Thank you for the, thank you for the offer. And I'm, I'm sure our listeners will be taking you up, taking you up on that. <laughs> uh, Chris, do you have any last uh, parting thoughts, words of wisdom, or anything you want to leave the listener with here today? Um, just, you know, if you're catching the end of this, I would just say, you know, um, look at, you know, you're going to have a lot of noise on Instagram or social media. Um, anytime you want to, you know, partner or invest in someone, just always do your due diligence, look at who they're collaborating with, look at what they've built, look at who they've worked for. And if it aligns with your values, then 100% go on. Don't get caught up in the hype. Don't get caught up in the Rolexes and the Lamborghinis. I'm telling you, like as a, as a, as a man who has three kids, a wife, lots of friends, a lot of successful business owner, successful myself, you don't need that stuff right now. When I'm 50, you better believe I'm driving a McLaren, 100%. <laughs> but I don't, I would rather 
use that money, that 400 grand, that 100 grand to invest in my future. So when I am 50, I'm making $50 million a year rather than just a million. And so if you're young, just invest in yourself, invest in relationships. And I promise you, I, I promise you, in time, it will pay off. Could not agree with you more. Chris, again, I'm extremely grateful for you, your time choosing to spend it here on Young Smart Money. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, brother. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you again. That is going to do it for this episode of Young Smart Money. I hope you guys got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I have some value to share with you. So I got a lot of questions coming my way every single day about how I started and grew Young Smart Money from the ground up to now where we're reaching hundreds of thousands of people. We're a top 100 business podcast. The show is consistently pulling in five figures of revenue per month for me. I'm able to connect with some top level influencers and really grow my network. Everyone's wondering how I did it. So what I decided to do was I was I decided to share literally all of my secrets with you guys for free. Okay. Now, a lot of you guys might be saying, wow, this kid, I, I thought he had at least a few brain cells. They must, they must've just completely disappeared. Like this kid doesn't know what he's talking about, but I wanted to share this with you guys for free because it's what I'm passionate about. Literally every single day I'm in the DMs helping people out for free. Um, I, I, I see, I, I get fulfillment. I personally get fulfillment by seeing you guys succeed. So that's what I want to allow you guys to do. So I put together this free training. Again, all you have to do is head to my website, applecrater.com slash podcast, and you can hop on this training for free and I'll learn exactly how I'm able to do what I do and how I was able to scale it in such a short amount of time, how you can do the same as well. Um, and all that I ask in return is that you guys leave a five-star review on the podcast. You guys know how much those mean to me. So if you could take the time, again, five seconds to, to just leave me a review on iTunes, could be a one-star, could be a five-star, just give it whatever you feel the show deserves in your heart of hearts. Um, I really would appreciate that so much. And again, in return, I want to give you guys that free training over at applecreator.com slash podcast, where you can learn exactly how I was able to do what I do and how I'm able to continuously um, grow this thing, scale this thing, and just use it as this massive leverage point to connect with so many amazing people. So again, guys, one last time, that's applecreator.com slash podcast. Go check out that free training I made absolutely for you as soon as you write us a five-star review, okay? I'm not going to be enforcing this, but it's kind of like an honor system. Okay. So if you watch the training, I'm going to expect that you left us a five-star review. Okay. Cause if I'm going to give some to you, I'm going to need you to give a little something to me. Okay. So once you guys do that, head over to the training, watch it, check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, and I know you guys are going to enjoy, get a ton of value. I dropped some secrets that I've never talked about publicly before. So um, definitely you're going to enjoy that. Um, I'll see you guys over there. Have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day, wherever it takes you.